And now, enjoy this free Jason Modcast show. Welcome to Seeing Red. Hey, boys and girls, welcome to Scene Red. I'm David K. Montoya. I'm Rebecca C. Lofgren. And I'm Aaron Illich. All right, kids, we are back with another episode, and we have full of fun and goodness today. We've got three articles that fit right up the Scene Red alley, and they all come from courteous donations of Mr. Aaron Illich. He was sending them to me over on Facebook, and I'm like, yep, yep, yep. Oh, that's gross, definitely. Mm-hmm. So I can't hear him. Really? Because I can't hear myself either. You can't? No. Huh. I wonder why. Hold on. Let me see what I can do here. I can only hear him like through my ear, the sound somewhat, but I can't hear him through the microphone. Is that the shoddy one? Not the headphones, baby. The microphone. The microphone. Okay, microphone? now try something. Okay, yeah. Yeah, now know. I can hear you. Okay. No, that was my fault. I just had it turned down. Oh, okay. You liar. No. Not ready. I was going to... <laughs> Um, record last night, but I decided not to. Um, I guess something we should kind of pitch off here off the top before we talk anything about fun is, um, a good friend of ours, Terry D. Shear. He's, uh, you know, he's in a bad way right now. Um, if you don't know who he is, he was the host, co-host <laughs> of Sheer Darkness on the Jason Modcast last year. Plus, he did uh, News Views and Reviews and the Tree Frog Exposé Cafe as Reaper Rick. Um, I found out yesterday through his wife that um, Terry had a stroke. And um, it's it's caused him problems. He cannot talk. Um he tries to talk and it just gets, it comes out as mumbles. And as of right now, he's unable to write, you know, hold a pen or type on the keyboard, which really made me feel good because he wanted to contact me so bad. He actually worked past that to pull down his cell phone, flip it open and was able to use, you know, his finger to find me on fast dial. And it had ring and I was just thinking about him too. And, um, I was like, hello, hello. You know, I first I thought it was like a butt call. You know, we've all done that before. Yeah. And then um, his wife got on the phone and, and told us, you know, what happened. And, um, you know, to be honest with you, I'm, I'm just I'm, I'm kind of distraught over it. I mean, mm. yeah, we we kind of parted ways, but, you know, it was on the men's. And um, we were actually talking about working with... Uh, with him he was going to do the script editing for the mongers and uh you know it's just it's sad especially when something like that is so debilitating yeah and it you know if anybody out there don't know other than him being a podcaster he was a writer and editor for like 40 50 years and because he's unable to hold a pen or type on a keyboard he can't write yeah and that's sad that's hell yeah so we want to kind of uh, pitch out well wishes to Terry for a speedy recovery. Yes. yes. All right, kids, let's go ahead and get into the fun and games. Um, 
I guess most prominent on things right now is Rebecca is so stressed out about this trailer that we're working on. Yes, the trailer is happening. We are in pre-production and you can just see it in her eyes. She is not ready. She's not happy. I've been thinking about this ever since you told me. I'm like distraught. I'm already distraught about other things. And this just makes me even more distraught. So I'm like nervous as all could be. Might have a nervous breakdown. Maybe be in lockup. Who knows? But (laughs) I'm freaking stressed. Well, what what is it? What I mean, what is the main thing? It's a lot of pressure. Everything that is seen is like in your control. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's a lot of pressure. Essentially, you're the artist to a cartoon and everything they see is your artwork. That would even be less stressing than me. Really? You think so? Yes. I'm just stressed. I don't know. And I've been reading this shit. I was like, well, maybe if I read some stuff on it, it'll make me feel better. It made me feel worse. Did it? It's like, it's like, uh, I read this one article. They're like, there's nothing worse than having no makeup than having shitty HD makeup. I'm like, oh God, <laughs> why did I read this? Well, we're using an Ursa 4K raw. Uh, camera and um, it's the highest definition that you can get. And it came yeah, from Krypton. Yeah, that makes me feel no. so great. <laughs> Ursa. No. Um. So yeah, that's that's what's going on. It's just that the whole thing is that it's my name on the line. I understand. My tarnished reputation. But you I don't have a reputation yet. So yeah, but it's gonna be tarnished. You no, know, everybody starts somewhere. I was gonna say, you know me. You know, even if you're my sister, if I did not think you could do it. I wouldn't have you do it. I know, you, but... You know me well enough to know. If I didn't think I you could. I haven't been doing all this makeup stuff for a long time. I don't know. I'm just, I can do this, but I'm just freaking out. It's bad. You got Aaron to work on, too. And I was going to start practicing on him. If I could ever find the makeup I want to buy, uh-huh. I was going to practice making him look all gross. Now, this gentleman to my left is actually going to be on camera. Yeah. And he's like all cool and calm. For now. Then the day comes, he's going to be like, I forgot all my lines. I don't know what to do. Well, fortunately, yeah, I, I have a tendency to do he that. He doesn't have any lines. Okay, good. A um, lot of grunting, probably. Well, it's... <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can do a grunt and then swing the bat. I do a lot of good improv. improv. I do. Improv. Oh, my gosh. Last I'm a night. banana. No, I got to tell about last night. <laughs> so, last night, oh, um, there's this game on the cell phone called... Uh, what is it called? Heads Up. Heads Up. Mm-hmm. And... It's a phone app, but it's like a party app, and you, you like, there's categories, and you put it over your head, and the people that are looking at it have to try to explain to you what it is or act it out, but not tell you the name of it. Uh-huh. And I was like, we have to do the accents and uh, impressions one. And um, this girl, Debbie, that was there, she just thought that he was the best thing in the world. She was, like, on the floor almost dying. What accents were you dropping? Like Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, Cartman, Cartman, Mickey Mouse, Mickey Mouse. He's doing Scottish, Irish, French, French, Russian, German. German. And so. then she was just dying. She was, oh my god, he's so good. Do you hear this? <laughs> You're like all the time. <laughs> I was like, that's why I keep him around. <laughs> she was laughing so hard. She was making everybody else laugh. She was making me laugh. She was, she was laughing. She was shocked. It was so funny. Oh, yeah, you did Golem, too. Oh, yeah. I think Golem. it's because most people don't realize that, like, well, usually people can do, like, accents or impersonations. They can do a couple. He can do a lot. Right. And the thing I like about his impressions is he, like, completely goes there. Yeah, the face. If you <laughs> if you see the face, it makes it even better. Yes. That's why, because pretty soon we're going to start on my YouTube for all his, like, impressions and stuff. Uh-huh. I, I decided. I was like, there's got to be other people out there that besides me that think he's hilarious. 
I know you think he's funny. He they'll, is. They'll, funny. they'll probably think I'm like on drugs or something. I'm like, no, this is me all the time. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Oh yeah, about. you did Christopher Walken too. She was laughing so hard. She couldn't. She could. I haven't heard the Christopher Walken one. Uh, I was just, I was kind of like talk. He was, was like, drunk. Oh yeah. I was, and it, I was, let me tell you, last night he was good. Was he? He was on his game and he was drunk. So I'm guessing alcohol <laughs> makes him even better. He thinks less about it and just, just flew. <laughs> I was like, I was the, okay. So it was, it was Christopher Walken, obviously. Right. And the thing is, is like, one of the most like popular movies that Christopher Walken's been in is Joe Dirt. Okay, he's a janitor. Yeah, and he's like a uh, what do they call him? Uh, what do they call him? Um, witness protection person. Okay, in the movie. So I was talking like Christopher Walken, you know, the guy from Joe Dirt. <laughs> right. <laughs> Right? Is that good? <laughs> that is good. But, uh, I, I was, I was talking like that and they're, they're sitting there like, Oh my God! Ah, so funny! I'm like, I know I am. Like, I can't. So he does myself. the hand thing too. <laughs> uh, fact, I should have recorded that shit last night, man. It was, it was gold. Was it? Oh, if her phone was actually recording, cause this, this, uh, app actually records video, but for whatever reason, her phone Not mine, wasn't recording. But yeah. Angelina's phone. It wasn't. Because when I have it on my phone, it records what people are doing or how they're acting yeah. it out. But hers wouldn't do it last night. Yeah. Hmm. She tried. Oh, we 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 had one where it was like a adult themed, and one of the one of the words was nipples, and we're like, all of us were like, <laughs> oh shit, I wish it was recording. We're all like these things right here. All the men and all the women are like, <laughs> <laughs> there's like eight of us out on the porch being loud and stupid, and everybody's like, what are they talking about nipples? <laughs> Oh shit. Um, one thing, let me jump back to the trailer real fast because I promised I would tell you on the podcast. <coughs> Sorry. We, uh, we, we went scout, um, tech scouting and that was a very yeah, long. I've been waiting for the story. I, for, I remember, I forgot all about the story. He's like, I'll tell you on the Until podcast. today. <laughs> I was wondering about it too. Okay. Sorry. Um, anyway, we, we drove around. We were looking for an exterior shot of the, the house that we're going to use for the Bouchard house found this one house and we're like okay if we cut it here you know we frame it this way it'll be perfect you know do maybe like a dynamic shot looking down up onto the house making it look bigger than what it is and you pull it back so you don't see no neighbors i I thought it would be perfect yeah so we're we walk up on you know to the porch and and it looked like you know you had to be careful because at first i thought i was going to fall through you know because it's like yeah so dan's knocking on the door I mean, and he's not like, he's like doing a police knock, not like a tap, 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 tap. He, yeah. he was like beating that fucker, man. Boom, 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 boom. I'm like, damn, you know? Anyway, he knocked on it for at least a good five, ten minutes straight. He's like, I don't think anybody lives here. I said, I don't know. So we're like looking around. Anyway, Dan's talking to the neighbor and the neighbor's like, you know, that um, in his best English, he could spit out that there was somebody in there, but he's sick. And I was like, I'm going to go back and try it out, right? So I go and I knock on the door, right? Door flies open. This guy, he's probably maybe about my height. Long beard down to his belly. His eyes were like distended outwards. Hmm. He's like, I don't want none. Get the fuck out of here. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, 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 wait. I said, my name is David Montoya. I'm the director of this movie. We want to use the outside of your house. He's like, I don't want none. Get the fuck out of here. I'm like, 
there's going to be compensation. You know, we're, we'll pay you to let us shoot outside the house. And he's like, get the fuck out of here. You and her, get the fuck out of here. Because mom was with okay. me. And I went to say something and he's like, I'm going to go get something. And then he turned around and shut the door. And, uh, mom's like, I think he's going to go get a gun. <laughs> and I was like, okay, we don't need this house that bad. So we all booked it out of there. Freaking funky ass people out there, man. His area was what like, city did you go to? This was, what was that? That was in Bellflower. <laughs> oh, really? really? Yeah. It was just like, and it's too bad because the house would have worked, you know, especially at night with the lighting. And like I was saying, with the dynamic angle, uh-huh. it would have been perfect. I like looked in the window. Well, first Dan looked in the window and he's like, dude, check this out. He's like, you've seen the, you know, the TV show Hoarders, right? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, check this out. So I peek in the window and he's got like papers stacked up to here. And Why some crazy hoarder. And mom's like, where's the trash can? And Dan's like, I think the floor is the trash can. <laughs> it was just nasty. I mean, like hoarder. Yeah. Nasty. Like he probably shits in the floor. Yeah. And wipes his ass in newspaper. Yes. Oh my god. It was it was just like so we got we got the fuck out of there quickly. The the guy next door neighbor he's like, Oh, I got a house, you you can shoot all you want. It uh nice house. And I was like, We don't want a nice house. He's like, Oh no, no, it's not that nice house. Hmm. <laughs> he's like, I'll make it not nice for you. I'll beat that fucker in the walls and I don't care, I'll make rubble, <laughs> pay me, pay me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so we drove by his house, it was a few houses down, it was it was too nice. Yeah. And I was like, No. He's like, I need run down, rickety ass old house. Yes. And it's funny because we were laughing now. Everybody that listens to Seeing Red probably knows by now, you know, we're just average people. We're not nothing special. We're nothing fancy. And, you know, we've been blessed to come in contact with these high-end people, you know, that are involved in Hollywood. And uh, we're driving around. He's like, look at this house. That house is, wow, that's, that's, wow, that's nothing. I'm like, as he's saying this into myself, I'm like, there is no chance in hell you will ever come to my place because those houses that you're saying are like, wow, how bad those are. Those fuckers are about five times better than what I'm living in right now. Oh my gosh. So, yeah. Really? Yeah. It was, uh, it was a humbling experience in the process too. And then we're driving home and mom's like, you know, our house would be perfect for it, wouldn't it? And I was like, you know what? With a little bit of set decorating? Yeah. Yeah, the house would be perfect. She goes, yeah, but I'm not going to let Dan in the house. And I was like, I don't blame you. (laughs) So, but that's the story. Yeah, uh, if we cleared out the house, man, that would, it would definitely get a bunch of props in there. No, it's embarrassing. No, (laughs) I'm saying if we cleared the house out, period. It's still embarrassing. When these people are like, it's not that it's embarrassing, but. I don't want anybody looking down on me because that pisses me off. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. We we live in very. I think we're blessed. Modest. Because there's people yeah. that live way worse than this. Right. We have a lot, you know, compared to other people. Yes, we do. But we're not rich by any means. But but to the you know the high end high society we're people. Poor. Yeah, we are poor and we live poorly. But I will say that for whatever reason, everybody thinks I'm rich, and I love that. Is so that bad? No, because people think I'm rich too, and yeah. I like it. <laughs> Everybody's like his family. All my friends are like, they all think I'm rich. They always have. And I don't know why. Maybe because we're just like high. I don't know. Maybe we're classy people. 
not high class, but you know what I'm saying? Right. Maybe we just carry ourselves a certain way, but everybody always thinks I'm rich, and I don't know why, but I like it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that was what I've been holding off um, on telling you. It was, it was, and one of the things that I, I'm very excited about because he showed me some of his uh, CG work that mm-hmm. he does himself, and I was like, "Holy shit! You cannot tell." And he's like, "It's all about lighting." You know, your lighting and your camera angles. It's all the, how the, you know, not the CG, but the, the blue screen effects. Yeah. He's like, you can, if you know how to light it right, and if you know how to shoot it, you cannot tell the difference. And he was showing me some of his stuff off of his iPad. And I honestly, I could not tell the difference. I'm like, holy fuck. So, in fact, I'll show you a trailer, um, that the whole trailer that he shot, was done in a, in a studio, a green steam, green screen, green studio. studio. Yeah. Everything was digitally put That's in there. Cool. So I'll show you. All right, kids, let's go ahead and get into the fun and games of the show. Um, let's see, where do I want to start? Because we have, I believe, one, two, three, we have three. I know which one we're ending on. And it's, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> And I believe these all come from, yes, they all come from the Huffington, Huffington Post. They've been putting some good stuff on there lately. Some good stuff on that Facebook there. There's some good stuff on that Facebook there. You wouldn't believe it if I told you, but you gotta see it for yourself. Okay, it says, Teddy Love. It's written up there, Teddy Love. What's that one Elvis song? Come on, help me. Come on. There's a lot. Yeah, we're like, Wayne Teddy. That one, I'm like. With Teddy in it? Be your teddy bear or some shit like that. Wailer, wailer, wailer. That's not Elvis Costello. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Teddy bear. Hound dog. Blue moon. I'm Blue moon. Not that, not that song, Blue moon. <laughs> Yeah, but I can hit the notes on that. One, so that's why I went with that. <laughs> um, it says, Teddy Love, sex toy is more than hot than you can bear. That's B-E-A-R. And there is a picture of a teddy bear. Have you heard of this one? Yeah, I read it. Oh. Well, damn it. Even Dean read this one. Oh, did he? Oh, 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 oh. It says, teddy bears and sex toys are two things that people commonly take to bed. Who the fuck that is over the age of, like, 17 takes a teddy bear to bed with them? I take my Yoda sometimes. I use it as a pillow, but... Yeah. I don't know. We were watching Baggage one day. That that one chick had... She's like, I sleep with 200 stuffed animals. stuffed animals. I'm like, where do you put them up your ass? Like, I was going to say, what does she, like, sleep on them? I don't know. Holy shit. Yeah. It's got to be a big-ass fucking bear, dude. So it says that they take them to bed... But no one has ever thought to combine them until now. A new product called Teddy Love seeks to rectify, rectify, <laughs> or rectify this missing kink. This shit is just gross. It's basically a cute little stuffed teddy. What? Let me read that again. <clears throat> I'm reading. And I'm reading out loud at the same time. So I'm reading ahead of what I'm coming out of my mouth. 
It says basically it's a cute little stuffed teddy, but the but with nose and tongue that vibrates at ten different. That is so wrong. Yeah, it's like what is it kind of some pedophilia or something? Five of which are variable. (laughs) That is wrong on so many levels. Hmm. That's funny you, you say the pedophilia because you know what, um, what is it? No, it's not pedophobia. What? The, 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 um, the term? No, yeah, it's a term for people that have a thing for teddy bears. I can't think of what, we, we covered it like last year. Yeah, with the oh, I don't Brazilian remember. fart porn. But, that, that episode. yeah, <laughs> but, um, the actual first part of it is PETA. Oh, yeah, you're right. So and that kind of falls into place with what Aaron just said. Um, it says, this, de- this sexy destroyer of childhood innocence was the brainchild of Wendy Adams. That doesn't even make me more disgusted. What? The destroyer of childhood innocence. So Basically, wrong. Yeah. It is wrong. How, it said, how did they ever let her make this? It said, uh, Wendy Adams, who told com, the I think you said Wednesday Adams. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait a second here. Um, let's see. The product was inspired on a cold New England night when she was hugging a teddy bear under some blankets while watching TV. Now... <clears throat> I want to know what was she watching on TV. Right? She got the Playboy station going. She's like, hmm, I wonder. Let me lick this real fast. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. What if this vibe? <gasps> you know what? I'm going to be a millionaire. <laughs> she, she, took, she took her little buzzer and she taped it to the nose and she was like, oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, Jenny Rooks, <laughs> Oh, shit. You give me so love that I can't <laughs> Oh, shit. Baby, come in here. You got to try it. What the? No. That's a definite freaking That's, that's worse than the Hello Kitty. <laughs> I didn't know there was a Hello Kitty. <laughs> no, that that's no, worse no, no. than the My you Little Pony found, butt plug. You know how I found this? The Hello Kitty, the Hello Kitty vibrator. I was like, I was on, I was on, um, on eBay. But I was surprised because it was in the regular, because eBay has like an adult section and a regular section, section. Uh-huh. And I was just looking up Hello Kitty, scrolling through, scrolling through all these pages. And it says, personal Hello Kitty massager. The end part that you use is Hello Kitty. Oh shit. I was like, this shit is like wrong. Kids are going to be buying On this so shit. So many levels. Yeah, like, thinking it's a toy. It's a toy. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah. Mommy, no. I got a wand, but it, it doesn't make any noise. It just moves. <laughs> Right? Horrible. Um, Okay, this is a quote. It says, The teddy bear was very cuddly. I was holding the bear and stroking him, and his nose hit my nipple. I was really turned on. Oh, my God. And started thinking, Fifty shades of fluff. (laughs) Right? Oh, oh, new movie, new movie. Seeing that movie, I heard, like, everybody hated it. Yeah. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I've seen since the release. I've seen so many bad things about it on, on Facebook. I'm like, I told you, I knew it. 
I know very little about it, and that's all I care to know. Yeah, me too. I refuse to ever read it or to even care about it. Because it's that BDM, BDSM. BDSM. Yeah, yeah. shit. BDSM? Mm-hmm. Yeah. S&M. Tie you up. Oh, put yeah. Put ball gag in your mouth. Yeah, that kind of stuff. We have a... They said it's more on the line of, like, abuse. Really? So a lot yeah. of people are saying the movie is. Yeah. And they're surprised because they took out that one period scene. I don't know about it. I told you about this. Did you? Tell me I again. I swear I did. It's a scene where she's like over the... No, you told me about that. You well, I told him. No. Oh. <clears throat> I guess she's in the bathroom and she's on her period and she's all like embarrassed. She's like, has a, she's like getting a tampon out or whatever. Uh-huh. And he's like, when did you start? She's like, today. He's like, good. And he starts doing her and then goes down and starts eating her out. They took it out. You yeah. Know, nobody yeah, want to ride the red wave. So someone, someone used the Sims to make, to make that Recreate scene so it. people could see it. Really? Yes. That's crazy. Um, okay. Let's jump back to, <coughs> so it, it hit her nipple and it turned her on and she started thinking, wow, his nose is hard. And then put his nose down around my clitoris. And it was like this great feeling this is disturbing me even more <laughs> it <is>. yeah <laughs> um <clears throat> okay it says i started thinking if his nose was a vi- if if bleh, if his nose vibrated would this really be erotic then my husband came downstairs oh said, i knew it i knew <laughs> it i freaking knew it <laughs> the husband was involved somehow yeah uh let's see uh, my husband came downstairs and saw me playing with the teddy, and we started playing around with the teddy together, laughing, giggling. The rest is pillow talk in history. I see these articles, and I don't read them for a purpose. Oh, you didn't read it? No. Uh, uh, none of the none of the articles I, I send you, I read. Oh, okay. I'll have you read it so we can fuck around while we're, while we're doing the thing. Okay, good deal. It says, Adams and her husband got engineering company to design the electronic circuitry for the bear's nose. She personally tried it out the prototype bear and was pleased with the results. Now, I'll just keep reading. (laughs) Here's another quote. The motor worked really, really well. (laughs) Please stop. (laughs) <laughs> oh come on! Yeah, you know that was what was going on. You know, but the whole thing is to me is is like it keeps running through my head. I, I've, I'll just say it anyway. But it it brings a whole new term of muff diving. It yeah. takes it to a whole different level. Yeah, they call it stuff diving. <laughs> <laughs> oh um, having a three way with your freaking teddy bear and your husband, man. Oh. So it said the motor worked really, really well. I had three orgasms the first time I tried out the product, she told the website. One for every person involved. The doll is being marketed towards women, but Teddy Love apparently has charms for males as well. Oh, God. Las Vegas Weekly, uh, let's see, delicately put it, just turn it on upside down and, well, you get the picture. The product is... Usually available at teddylove.net for a hundred bucks, but is only $74.95 on Valentine's Day. Now, what I'm about to show you is not the woman I saw in my head. I did not, 
see this this woman. I I figured, you know, some homely, you know, in desperate need of some type of love kind of no. Let me turn it around for you guys to see. Go ahead and grab that. And turn it around. What? The laptop so you can see what oh. she looks like. There you go. Yeah, that's what I said. It, she looks like well, you know, she looks like, like dumb she looks as a like box a of rocks. Porn star. Uh-huh. Yeah. Doesn't surprise me. Yeah. She probably is a porn star. Well, that's what I'm saying. Her boobs are up to her chin. She's like a twig. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So next time you're out and about buying your teddy bears for your kids, make sure it's not a teddy love. Yes, please. I don't even know how people buy that. I don't know. I'm just like, what is the world coming to? I'm mentally disturbed. Welcome to Scene Red. Yeah. I'm just like, how? Would, would the husband like come and like eat her butt while the, I don't, how does that work? Like, baby, come in here. She's going to leave, gotta try she's gonna leave him for the bear. Right. <laughs> Me and Teddy are, are we're going. Ted two. <laughs> Ted three. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Ted 3, um, you know, they, they had, uh, Ted 2 just came out and Sam Jones. Ted uh, 2? It did? Yeah, they just came Does, out with Ted what? 2. I don't know that. Yeah. Um, Ted is getting married to this woman uh-huh. and he's, he can't get married because he has to prove that he's like alive. Anyway, there's a scene where, um, they're getting married and it's Sam Jones. He's, he's the, the reverend. He's going to marry him. Oh. But anyway, I was talking to Sam, and um, there he's working on a brand new documentary that I thought would be good for a plug. Is uh, it's called Life After Flash, and it sounds pretty Flash. cool. Mm-hmm. Defenders of the Universe. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So I just wanted to plug that real fast because I think it's worth mentioning that. Yeah. He's, it's it looks pretty good. They're kind of in the same boat that we are. They just finished the. Um, trailer uh. and now they're they're circulating trying to get funds for the documentary oh, okay hmm. in fact if you want uh neither depends on when this comes out today or tomorrow you go to um movie madhouse and they did an interview with lisa downs she's actually the director and producer of life after flesh oh, okay so if you want to check that out that's pretty cool I almost said flesh because I was reading the, the topic of this next article. And uh, <clears throat> we were, uh, Aaron and I were having a, a kind of a laugh about it. It says penis reduction. Now, anytime in the world, if you're a man, that is two words you do not want to hear penis and reduction. Yeah. Unless it's a cold, cold night. Yeah. It yeah. says penis reduction surgery performed on teen with. Phallus measuring 10 inches around. Now, <clears throat> okay, so the diameter of a 10-inch phallus. Oh, God. Man, it's like a mayonnaise jar. I was going to say it's like a big, like that fat, big. Big fat mayonnaise jar. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> see, I'd kill somebody. See, I'd still work oh. with it, though. You know? Any woman that saw that will be like, Oh hell no! Nah. You ain't coming at me unless you unless she was like a porn star and she was flapping in the wind. Yeah, you're back. She don't, she don't she even like, have. I can feel again. <laughs> I can feel it again. She she wouldn't be 
have there's, <laughs> there would be no lips. It would be a curtain. <laughs> She'd have to have a curtain. Take yeah. that thing. <laughs> well, you gotta act, so it would be. No, seriously, yeah. think about that. These porn stars are probably so loose they can't feel shit. They see with this guy, and they're like, "Oh my god, I can feel it again." Like, there's something down there. <laughs> it's magical. Oh my goodness. Well, of course, it goes to our good friends in Florida because it opens with surgeons in Florida. Good old Florida. Surgeons in Florida have given a 17-year-old boy what's being called the world's first penis reduction surgery. I read this one. When when they tell you about how they did it, you're going to be like, you're going to cringe. Again, uh, I would have just worked with it. The teen came to the doctors complaining of his penis being being too large for intercourse. Wait a minute. He's 17. He shouldn't be having intercourse. Just saying. Come on now, you know all these 17-year-old boys. I know, yeah. According to an article in the Journal of Sexual Medicine published online in November, he was also unable to play sports or wear most clothing without his phallus showing through the fabric. The penis was 7 inches long and had a circumcision, or circumference, sorry, circumference of 10 inches, according to the Daily Mail. That's about the same size of an average... Oh, you read it. That's why I'm in HR. Based on the measurements taken by Huffington Post. Weird. Now, I haven't looked at this. I've been holding off. I don't don't know if I really want to see these pictures or not. It's an x-ray. Is it? Oh, there's nothing. Yeah. It's It's blank. Oh, it is? Yeah. I took it off? Wait, Wait, it says click. Okay, let me click. Okay. Okay, so it's just an X-ray. Yeah, I, I could see wanting to get that fixed. Yeah, okay. It's deformed. Yeah, that doesn't look right. It says his penis is inflated like a balloon. Rafael Camron, a urologist at the University of South Florida, who treated the patient, told Daily Mail, "The shape of the massive size of the penis was the result of the teen's sickle cell anemia." Irregular blood cells would block penile blood vessels and lead to swelling. Okay, now see that makes sense. It wasn't just it wasn't normal. Yeah. It was just swollen. That's totally different. Can you imagine all that pressure to go to pee? Oh my god. Uh, actually, Oof. it said that. Uh, <clears throat> um. Actually, it says right here it, it was long lasting, and very. Uh, when he would pee <laughs> and erection, it would be painful. Um, let's see. This had, uh, let's see. Yeah, this, this happened three times since the boy was 10, which progressively led to a disformed penis, according to the journal. Cameron said he, he couldn't find any procedure for the penis reduction surgery. His team ended up opting to slice along the patient's <clears throat> circumcision scar, unwrap the skin, and when removed, and then remove chunks of the tissue mm. from each side. I was just like, I'm like sweating. I'm, I'm literally, like, I'm, I'm like assuming, starting to sweat. What I'm assuming is from from all that happening, it built up scar tissue. Right. Yeah. That's why it had to be removed. I don't know why I say he couldn't play sports. He couldn't play sports if he didn't have a big penis or not, because people with sickle cell anemia can't play sports. Yeah. It's true. So when you have sickle cell anemia and you play sports, your your cells that's a, like when you 
raise up your heart rate, your cells curve, and, mm-hmm. and you get into like excruciating pain. Your heart rate raises. That's true. Um, let's see. He, the doctor also added that the teen was very satisfied with his new penis, which is still, in quotations, generous in size, but is now more. So what do you do? You get like an extension in the process? A <laughs> <laughs> more standard appearance. That, oh my God, that is just. <sighs> the way they did it though, like I, I oh can just see them, like cutting it, unwrapping it and like cutting the chunks out. I'm like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. That's just like, oh, no. No, no, no. Making, heal from making that? my eyes water. Yeah. I was trying to read it and I was starting to sweat and like. Kind of hurt the healing process, though. But John, he's probably used to the pain down there because he's had it for so long. Yeah. Right. Probably was nothing. <clears throat> That's just... Came I... out of that new man. No pun intended. Yeah, really. <laughs> Seriously. Ugh. Oh, my God. Making my stomach hurt thinking about that. Speaking of new men, I watched a documentary. Um, a little bit. Lacey watched it. It was on with Chaz Bono. Uh-huh. Uh, Cher's kid. Yeah. And, uh, now, I did not know this, but if a woman takes a, a high enough dosage of male testosterone, mm-hmm. they actually, the, the clitoris actually starts forming into a penis. I didn't know that. Yes. Yeah. And what they do is once it forms, I mean, it'll literally develop into one. And what they do is they go in and somehow, like, cut on it to extend it out and it, it becomes like <clears throat> you can have like a one or two inch actual penis penis oh. so i i just i <coughs> you know i've been in the medical field for almost 20 years i've never heard of that yeah i thought that was kind of bizarre and weird at the same time it was one of those situations is like clerks too you know <laughs> i know it's wrong but it, it's just fascinating <laughs> Oh shit. Um let's see. Okay, so we've got one more documentary. No, one more <laughs> article. <laughs> but interesting enough, yes, it is based on a documentary. But we'll get there. Um But what was I gonna I was gonna ask you something. Oh, you you guys got the new PlayStation, right? Yeah. yeah. I've been meaning to ask you and I keep forgetting to ask and it just popped in the back of my head. What do you, do you guys like it? Yes. Is it a lot better than the old one? Yes. Oh yeah. <clears throat> because other than our weird sex stuff that we do, um, you know, video games and movies and whatnot, comics and is yeah, there... we we play by, side by side. Mm-hmm. From uh, the three to the four, four is way better. Yeah, we'll like, we'll play Final Fantasy. Yeah, we play Final Fantasy together, and I'll be playing on the PS3, and she'll be playing on the PS4. I'm just like, and I'm constantly looking at her screen. I'm like. I'm like, look at the texture on the ground. And I, I, I never noticed how bad it was on the PS3 to like, I look at the texture of the grass and then his texture of grass is all blurry. Mine's like all sharp and beautiful. Oh my God. And the loading times fucking suck on PS3. It's so funny. Really? Like, I'm, I'm, I get so depressed when we play together. He, okay. He'll teleport us because you, you can, if you're in a party, you can take a teleport. Uh huh. He'll teleport us to a place. He'll be the one to teleport, so he'll go first. I accept it. I go second. I get there. I load in. I teleport somewhere else and load in. He's still loading. Yeah, in the first place. So all this time we thought at first we were thinking it was the internet, but it's not the internet. Nah. It's just the PlayStation. It's the PlayStation. 
Oh, oh, right. oh that, that problem was the LAN cable. Oh, was it? Yes, it was the LAN cable. One of our LAN cables. And the out. cable. And the, the bed, actual the cable, bed was cable. On the cable. Yep. Hmm. We took the bed off the cable and it doesn't do that anymore. Nope. <laughs> and the reason I thought is because we took a quick break. Um, and we were talking, Aaron asked if Jay liked his new Wii U. Mm-hmm. And that's what brought me to think about it. Does he like it? Oh, he loves it. He's on it all the time. He likes the fact that he doesn't need the TV on, you know, because the controller. controller yeah. yeah. And that if I wanted to, I can use the, the Wii controller to, you know, to play if I wanted to play with him. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. And it's funny too because the guy was trying to sell me new controllers. He's like, "Yeah, you got to buy this controller so you can, you know, play two, tro- you know, and you know how Jaden is." Yeah. It's like, "No, you don't." This website da 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 said that you know the specs on the is the same, and I'm like, and the guy's like, "Huh?" <laughs> I'm like, "No, we don't need it." Yeah, if my son more knows more about the shit that you sell at your job, <laughs> then he should be working here, not you. Absolutely. He's only 13. <laughs> That's why I want to work at GameStop. I don't understand why the fuck I can't get a job at GameStop. I know you're more. Not, you're not skinny and you're not a female that doesn't know shit about gaming. Yeah, I've noticed That's that true. too. I played a game one time. I played Legend of Zelda gamer. when I was four years old. I'm a gamer. Yeah. I know everything about games. Like, do you have this game? Um, what game? Oh my god, those girls. The girls they hired GameStop. Uh huh. Cause all the managers are fucking douchebags. They're like old fat men. Who do nothing but game and they're like fantasizing about these young hot girls. That's all they hire is young skinny girls that are stupid as can be. That's not true though, because when I lived in Las Vegas, there was this chick that worked at a GameStop. She was short and she was fat, but it must have been because she had big tits. But she was tattooed from head to toe. I should she not? She was wearing uh, like a, sh- a shirt that like showing her cleavage, mm. and she had like a zombie Virgin Mary like on her chest, and like she had two full sleeves. Her face had tattoos on it. Yeah. We wouldn't get hired here. No, not here. That, that might fly there, but we wouldn't fly here. Mm-hmm. She had gauges way bigger than ours. Rat's nest there, too. <laughs> Ugly. <Oof. laughs> Sounds scary. Oh. I hate face tattoos. They're so trashy. They are. Well, you know my opinion on tattoos, anyway. Yeah, we know. <laughs> Sexist. Anyways. <laughs> but, uh. Yeah, he has tattoos. Wait a minute. You know my opinion on tattoos. I have some, but uh, you know my opinion on tattoos. I have two. That doesn't matter. You have some. Hypocrite. Hypocrite. I don't understand why you only have oh. two. You're like, I'm going to get sleeves. At one time, he was going to have sleeves. At one point, I was thinking about getting sleeves, yes. He got two and it hurt too bad and he wussed out. No, they didn't. Get a tattoo <laughs> on your hand. That shit is the most painful in feet. <clears throat> No, that, that, I, I won't lie, that just looks painful. Oh, it hurts like hell. It's, this is the most painful tattoo I have. Besides, Her hand looks like a balloon. One, besides this tattoo, this tattoo, like, when they were, when they were going up here, uh-huh. I could feel it so all the way up born. here. I could feel it in my jaw. I'm like, oh my god, there's pain in my face. Like, oh, that's normal. It's just the nerves. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's just the nerves. That's oh, all. Now you tell me. <laughs> all right, kids, this is going to be the last, uh, article of the evening. And this is just right up, um, scene red. I wonder, we'll find out if this gentleman is related to Peter. We'll find out why in just a second. When you, when you, when I start reading, you'll, you'll get a kick out of it. <clears throat> Before we did Peter the Raping Dolphin. Remember, it was a chick mm-hmm. 
and a dolphin. But this time around, kids, it is, here's the headline, Man on Dolphin Sex Documentary Makes Big Splash at Film Festival. Another one of these things? Or, or is it the same one? Mm. Is he kind of old? The guy? Let's see. Yeah, he, he's, he's old. Okay, let's see yeah. what it says. It says, Malcolm Brenner claims that in 1970 he had consensual sexual relationships with a dolphin named Dolly. How do you have consensual sex with an animal that can't think for itself? Okay, kids, here we go. You ready? <laughs> <clears throat> I think this one's going to be straight out of Florida. That's what the name of this episode is. Because he met Dolly, whom he met at a Florida amusement park. That's right. Another Floridian. That's SeaWorld Orlando? Probably. <laughs> he was taking photographs <laughs> for a children's book. That oh makes it even God. worse. Right. But it says, now his disturbing story is subject of a documentary. The title, Dolphin Lover. Debuted last week at the Sundance, or Slamdance Film Festival in Park City, Utah. Brenner, now 63, was 18 years old when he met Dolly at the Dolphin Show of the now-defunct Florida Land. He speaks of his time when the aquatic mammal, as if he, or as if it were a romance and not an act of bestiality, engaging in animal rights advocates. Now, what I get out of that is, he wasn't getting none. He must have been like super, you know, nerdy or something. And he, girls were turning him away. And then, you know, the. He probably had headgear on or something. <laughs> and then the dolphin just kind of like looked down. Oh, you got fish. And he's like, Oh, yeah. I, like, I, I can use your blowhole for more than. You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. It says, and this is a quote. It says, At first, I discouraged her. I wasn't interested after some time. What did she do? What the, what the fuck? Apparently, did she like she rub her eating. fin on his penis or something? Like, <laughs> swimming by. They'd be like, whack. Ooh, she likes me. She no, really no, no, likes don't, me. Now, don't do that, Dolly. Do it again. Do it again. Do it again. <laughs> but then it says, after some time, I thought, if this was a woman, would I come up with these rationalizations? And excuses, Brenner told the New York Daily News. There's something quite transcendual, sensual about making love with a dolphin. Wow. <clears throat> now, you know. I'm trying to picture this. It's not happening. No, I, I can't. Unfortunately, all I'm getting is the blowhole. Yeah. That's all I can see. I don't know. <laughs> It says, and this is more a quote, it says, she would thrust herself against me. He told the Huffington Post in 2011 after he wrote a book about Dolly. He claimed she became more gentle during their nine-month affair. Until he got caught and fired? Probably. And ran out of the state? Oh, God. Okay. It says, John Goodwin, the director of animal cruelty policy at the Human Humane Society of the United States, hasn't seen Dolphin Lover, but finds Brenner's claims disturbing. Well, not just him, but everybody else, too. Every pervert claims their victim consented. 
he told the Huffington Post. Sex with an animal can't be done without hurting an animal. In the film, Brenner explicitly explains how he and Dolphy and Dolphy, <laughs> how he and Dolly engaged in intercourse, and it is depicted with animation. Oh my God! <clears throat> He's uh, let's see. I I started rubbing her along her back, working my way to her flukes, F L U K E S flukes in her tail. Yeah. And as I was rubbing her and moving my hand towards her tail, Dolly was slowly rolling around along her axis. Really? Really, dude? Really, dude? It's like a dog. You rub a dog on his back, it's going to roll around once you rub its stomach. Yeah. Yeah, it's like... like, Not its genitals. It's like Simba. You petting Simba, and you're like... Oh, uh, Simba. How does that happen? Like, oh, you're leading me on. Stop leading me on, Simba. Oh, shit. <clears throat> Seriously. Uh, okay, Brenner told Huffington Post his affair with Dolly ended when Florida land was closed, so the land... <laughs> Florida land. That's what it was. <laughs> So, <laughs> so the land could be used for housing. He said Dolly was shipped off to an aquarium in the Gulf Post. Gulf Coast. Coast. No, it says Post. G-U-L-F-P-O-R-S-T. Uh, Mississippi. And died nine months later. She died of a broken heart. This is a good part. Or she could have been died because he did ruptured. ruptured something inside of her. Brenner. <laughs> Never mind, just go, just go, just go. <laughs> Brenner wrote a 2011 novel about his experience called Wet Goddess. Oh my god. Dude. <laughs> it's like love his life as a dolphin. He, fe- he found, okay, he, okay, he lived in Florida. I guarantee he's never gotten married. He went to a nightclub. Okay. Uh-huh. He had E. And he was still up from the other day, so he took another one, and he's like, oh, crap, I got a job to do. So he goes to Florida land, in quotations, sees this dolphin, he's like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh, my God. Can you imagine looking at her and everything's like glistening on her body? And Seriously. He must have been on E or meth or something, because... Secret lover. <laughs> That's what they are. Ugh. <laughs> Oh shit. Okay, so it's Wet Goddess is the name of the novel and was then contacted by docu- documentarians Kareem Tashi, T-A-B-S-C-H and Joey Dod, Dad, Dude. Um, it says, I sense that they took me serious. However, what really convinced me was the shit ton of money they gave me to make this movie though. <laughs> Seriously. Oh, we'll take y'all on after. Hell yeah. Um, let's see. However, what really convinced me was when Kareem said, I believe you were in love with her. He told Miami News Times. Since Do- Dolly is obviously unavailable for comment, the film only tells Brenner's side of the story. Tashib 
said the original plan was to interview sex experts, animal rights activists, and marine biologists and get their viewpoints. Now, this is a quote. But what they had to offer was normative, in quotations, he told Huffington Post. They didn't add anything that people didn't really already know. It just uh, reconfirmed what most people already believe. Is he a dolphin fucker, too? It sounds like it. It's probably all met there. We're like, okay, cool. Now that we've lived, you know, 30 years and we're successful, let's make a movie about it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Whether the events happened exactly as Brenner remembers will never be proven. But Dodd says the fact that Brenner is willingly telling the story says something about his versarity. Obviously, when he has actually had sex with a dolphin... And it's just him and the dolphin. There's really no way to collaborate that. But it's kind of like, why would you want to lie about something like that and go with it for 40 years and make sacrifices? Dodd told Fusion.net. I think the only sacrifice that was made was the dolphin dying. Yeah. <laughs> Our star left us. <laughs> Or the goddess, I should say. <laughs> oh my god. You gotta love these people. Without these people, we would not have a show. I know. No, seriously. Uh, it continues on. It says, Dolphin Lover will play additional festivals in the coming years before its eventual online release. What happened? He's killing me. There's uh, a damn piece of meat or something. My cat's attacking her. Um, Godwin fears the film's tone and the use of animation to depict the sex between dolphin and human will give people an impression that it's okay. Anything that attempts to normalize bestiality is something we should never tolerate, he said. I agree. Well, where gross. the fuck are all the people I'm sorry, getting the laugh. teddy love thing no, out no, no, of there? No. I have to laugh because every time Kevin goes to grab the mouse, he grabs a cigarette. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> and it says, update. This version of the story includes additional quotes from the filmmakers about why they chose to only interview Brenner. And that's it. Because he was a nut. You know... That, that's a cautionary tale, kids. That's, you know, when you, uh, when you have kids, you let them go out on dates and you have them a good time. Because if not, they'll end up fucking a dolphin. Yes. Yeah. Sorry, the cat just attacked me. He's like, I don't like this story. <laughs> don't sit right with me, man. Don't sit right with me. <laughs> yeah, you see it in his eyes. Like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? Seriously. He's like, why? Couldn't he give the dolphin to me? I could have ate it. <laughs> He likes fish. Oh, yeah, he does. <laughs> All right, kids. Uh, that's it for this episode. Come back next week and find out what other insane stuff we have. I know Aaron sent more over. I oh, just yeah. grabbed the first three articles that I saw. Yeah. Ooh. So Juicy for- stuff. Oh, yeah. Juicy stuff. Um, Before we end out, what were- there was something going on in the world of comics that I needed to bring up. 
the trailer for the Fantastic Four. Yes. Yes. Okay, let's hold that right there, kids. We're not going nowhere just yet. I haven't seen it yet, so I have no opinion on it. I refuse to watch it. Okay. We'll tell you, because I don't know, me and Justin were going back and forth when we were at Mandy's house talking about this. Right? That's exactly what I said. I was like, dude, seriously. Okay, we're back. Um, we're about to watch the trailer. And uh, this is the first time Betts is going to see this. <coughs> and the last time. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> okay, here we go. <coughs> Sorry. And go. Ah, oh, it looks so pretty. Marvel. My eyes! No. Is this a car commercial? <laughs> right? Now it's Wally. Yeah. <laughs> That's Earth Echo. Yeah. Johnny Storm. See, I, they're not even going to space this time. They're not? I don't even think they make it. Are they like the youth group kids at space camp? Because they look like they're 12. Fucking 13. No, they're old enough to even go to space. Yeah, really. Now, <clears throat> where do I start with this? I told Justin, I said, you know what? I said I was more thrilled about the fucking Ant-Man trailer than this shit. <laughs> well, first we should say <clears throat> the Fantastic Four symbol is round. It looks the like floor. the Avengers symbol almost. Right. This shit looks like KTLA Channel yeah, 4. Yeah, it does. KNBC, Los Angeles. <clears throat> well, uh, what's your thoughts? Other than it just looks bad. Justin my said it was like... Trailer, my issue with the trailer is like it, looks, it doesn't look like it could be a movie. No, it was... It's like they tried to go to space, they didn't make it, they turned to Fantastic, Fantastic Four the end. That's, yeah. what I'm ta- that's what I'm getting from yeah. this. There's no action or adventure. I bet you that's how the movie's going to I was going to say, that's probably the way it's going to run. I bet there's probably going to be like... You know, um, what was that one? Superman Returns. Mm. You know, <laughs> that whole movie, he did not throw one punch. Through the whole movie, there was no fighting. Did you notice that? And I bet you it's going to be just like that. It's probably. Just, probably. It's an origin yeah. story. Like, there needs to be some kind of action, something. <clears throat> and one more thing to close on. Just found out that Sony and Marvel have made an agreement and Spider-Man will be back in the Marvel universe. And he will be part of Civil War. Yes. So that's, you know, hopefully it'll be, it'll be better. Because I know they're talking about, um, 
the Ultimate Spider-Man. What was his name? Something Morales, Manuel Morales, or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <clears throat> they're talking about having him be the Spider-Man. You know, doing the Ultimate version. But we'll see what happens. But anyway, I I think it's good because we've already learned that if you're not Marvel Studios, you don't know how to do a comic book movie. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Is Fox? Fox? Mm. No. No. Especially Fox. That's you know I'm kind of on the ropes about the Assassin's Creed movie because Fox picked it up, but at the same yeah, time they, it's they could do some good movies. Yeah. This just ain't one of them. No. <laughs> well, that's that's another reason. It's like they they pick up movies from like a franchise, you with know, a basis, and some of the, so it's it's hit or miss with them. It is. It is hit or miss with them because so, they produce some really fucking great movies, and then they they're like, here, can you smell the shit? Well, it's just like this whole new Age of Apocalypse thing. Mm-hmm. Brian Singer did things right to reset it with Days of the Future Past, but he's already fucking things up. Again. Again. <laughs> because he said, well, I've casted the, the first three original members of the X-Men school. Cyclops, Jean Grey, and Storm. No. <laughs> That's wrong. Who's the original? Cyclops, Jean Grey, Angel, Beast, Beast. and Iceman. Yeah. Oh, okay. So he's already started fucking things up. And I know I've been told online, oh, you're a purist. Yeah, that's right. I'm a fucking purist. Especially when it comes to comic book movies. Cause I want it the way yeah. I, I want it the way the comic book is because I like the comic book. That's yeah. why me and Justin got into it because I, I told him, I said, I said, you gotta think about it this way. When people read the comic books, they read the original series. Nobody fucking reads the spinoffs and expects a, a spinoff movie. Right. Everybody expects the main series movie. So right. why are you going to try to fucking like back people up when it's going to be a spinoff? It's just, uh, yeah. It's, it's not, that's why it's a spinoff. I've given up on, yeah. on comic book movies. I know. I haven't, I still want to see the new, uh, it's not new anymore, but the, the newest of the, um, Sin City, I haven't seen it. I really yeah, we haven't seen either. It. Uh, we haven't seen it either. Speaking of comic book movies, actually, the guy that they got to play um, the younger version of Magneto from Days of the Future Past, uh-huh. they casted him to be in the Assassin's Creed movie. Oh, really? Yeah. You'll like this movie if they do it right. Yeah. It would. It'll make you want to play the video games like legit if they do it right. I've seen like fan made shit. It's about Templars and Knights. And, oh, okay, like, so assassins. so it's gonna be that one. I think they're gonna do. Um, I hope they do, gonna do the F2? Italian Renaissance. Yes, I hope. I, they I do. hope they do. The, I don't know, but they're probably. I don't know. Because it started well, off. Number it starts one. out. It starts out like in this time. Uh huh. And this guy goes back in his mind as his ancestors. Uh huh. So it'll probably start out like in this time. Hopefully yeah. they don't get. Hopefully that guy doesn't. He's not gonna play. I, I think he'll play Desmond, but he probably no, won't play Ezio. Desmond, he doesn't even. He's too old. I don't know. No, that guy's pretty old. He was Michael. What's his name? He's, is it is it Fassbender? Fast Fassbender. Foss Fassbender. Yeah. Fassbender. He's from Heidelberg, Germany. If they do it right, they'll make all of them look different. Yeah, that's why I said I don't know what role he's going to be playing because when he doesn't, look, yeah, because he doesn't look just like his ancestors. No. No. No, when they depict him in the game, he has the same face as Desmond, but he's playing as his ancestor in the game. Gotcha. So. If they do it right, they're going to have all different actors for his answers, I hope. Yeah. And then, of course, they'll have, like, the accents and stuff like that. But it can either go as 
if they're going to do it right, they're going to start. Who was the first one? It was Altair, Altair in the Crusades. So they might do like the first one with Altair, or they're going to do the Italian Renaissance. With Ezio. They can also do like the... Number can, three was uh, Connor. Number four was Connor's Edward. Connor's a Native American. And then Edwin's a Native American and half, um, like half American and half Native American. Yeah. And there's all kinds of different ones, though. Yeah. There's females and all kinds of stuff. But Unity, really, uh, they just came out with that one. I, I, can't, I can't remember. What, the French Revolution is one they did. Assassin's Creed Unity the newest game that they came out with. Okay. So they, they did the French uh, Revolution or something like that. They're not going to order, obviously. Yeah, no. I don't think they would go in order. And but, if they uh, did go in order, I would appreciate that. Because that's how you know the games go. Oh, they logical. Won't. They no. won't go in order. I think they'll skip. They'll, they'll, probably, they'll probably, yeah, they'll probably just base it off of the series and then go on it like fucking Brian Singer did. But they can make it really good though if they want to. You know, yeah. it's, like, it's an interesting story. Right. Yeah. It's an interesting basis. They do it right. It's going to be a really good movie. I yeah. think. Well, I like anything that has to do with the Knights Templar. Yeah. Yes. So. Oh my god, I'm getting goosebumps. Hopefully they won't screw it up. Yeah. I love Assassin's Creed. <laughs> so yeah, that's why I'm like, that's why I'm on the ropes about it. Cause you know, right. if you're a fan, you don't want, once they get more into it, we'll know more movies. about it. Yeah. So, I mean, well, they got another actress, a well-known actress too, but I can't remember her name. She plays in a lot of stuff though. As like a, not a main character, but a sub character, like a sub side character. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I was going to say, we'll have to sit back and watch. There's, I don't know. I just, I don't have high hopes with any comic book movie right now. Yeah. So. As I said, I was more nostalgic about the Ant-Man trailer than the fucking Fantastic Four trailer. I've yet to bring myself to watch that whole thing. Uh, the whole Ant-Man one? I haven't watched it at all. Nah, I watched like the first 10 seconds. And yeah. then I, I had to do something. I pushed pause, got up, walked away, and that was it. <laughs> <clears throat> and um, did you hear that CBS is coming out with a Supergirl series? Mm-mm. Yeah, CBS is coming out with Supergirl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there's, I mean, there's plenty. I finally caught up on Gotham. Gotham. Yes, we need to catch up on Gotham and Flash. I, I, I heard they're bringing Firestorm out. Yes, and um, or Heatwave. I Heat spent Wave. a good like eight hours of one day just watched all the episodes of Gotham, caught up on it, and, and so now on Wednesday there'll be a brand new episode, and I'm all up on it. It's in fact, I think this episode, what's, they're getting ready to... What's the other comic book show they're coming out with? Uh, I told you about uh, it. Teen Titans. Oh, yeah. They're making Teen Titans an Live action show. Yes. yes. Really? Yes. But it's it's not the Teen Titans. Mm-hmm. They're going to be adults, and, I, and they're going to have new people. They're, they're going to have Robin, Starfire, Raven. It's almost all female cast. Really? I think it's going to be... Red Arrow, I'm sure. It's going to be probably... Because Robin's the only original male that's going to be in it. Okay. And no, I lied. Two, there's gonna be two males. It's gonna be Robin and um, Green, not Green Arrow. Red Arrow. Red Arrow, right? Yeah, yeah. He was Green Arrow's sidekick mm-hmm. after Black Canary and did went off and did something. That's almost all female cast. Yeah, they're they're like just now talking about casting. And they're everything. probably gonna have Tara. I thought, I thought Speedy was no, that's Flash's Kid Flash. Never mind, I'm confusing yeah. myself. I mean, yeah, we'll look it up when we're done. Yeah. All I would right. like to see that. It'd be awesome. Anyway. All right, kiddo. Kiddo. <laughs> All right, kiddo. <clears throat> Jaden's in the hallway. All right, kids. Well, that's it for this week. Uh, come back next week and we'll find out what other good things we have in store for you. 
like I said earlier before I got off on the tangent about Fantastic Four, you know, you sent me a whole bunch of stuff oh, over, yeah. and so we got more Juicy. stuff to talk about. So for this week, I am David K. Montoya. I'm Rebecca C. Lofgren. I'm Aaron And if you're just one of those people that are really wanting the Teddy love, then you might be seeing red. Or fluff. <laughs> Good night. Welcome to Seeing Red. didn't warn you. Before 1971, a young S. Sadie Burbank could only imagine a simple American life as a loving wife and mother. That was her goal when she first married in 1959 at the age of 18, but with the wild social revolution of the 1960s, Burbank's idea of a perfect life would quickly change as she left behind her family to begin a new existence of her own. Her journey would find her on a plane headed toward her new lover, Steve, who was halfway across the world, waiting her arrival in a small bush camp in the country of Liberia. Once there, Sadie is greeted with a fascinating, strange world and plunges herself into the exotic land of the bush. But less than six months later, Sadie would realize all was not as it seemed, and Steve was not the man she fell in love with. Burbank found herself desperately seeking escape from the camp and her lover as she raced back to Robertsfield Airport, literally running for her life. Based on an unbelievably true story by S. Sadie Burbank, Red Hills, Green Vines, and Dried Monkey Meat for Dinner is a manuscript of Burbank's adventurous and deadly experience during a time filled with sex, drugs, and murder. Now available in paperback and hardback. For more information, log into www.redhills.us. Are you looking for a new book, comic, or apparel from your favorite MythWorks or independent creators? Then you're in the right place. Introducing the all-new redesigned MythMart store. Now bigger better, better. Sign up and become a member and receive 10 to 50% off on selected items. Get the all-new Terry D. Shearer's Bloody Hell t-shirt or non-members can pick up one of our e-books for only $4.95. Or go into the past and relive the 90s with MythWorks Comics Classics for $3.99. The new MythMart. Bigger, better, better. Visit MythMart at www.mythworks.com slash MythMart. Or find us on Facebook for extra savings. Do you own a business or have an item you want to sling? Do you want a chance to reach potential customers? Do you want to make some extra cash? Then here's your chance. For $50, you can have a one to two minute commercial featured on each of our shows for an entire month. With six shows a week, that's only $2.09 per podcast. Plus, for an extra 10 bucks, your item will be placed into MythMart. So sit back and relax as they handle all stages of transactions. 
contact our ad department at info at jaysalmon.com.